Hello and welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. I'm Sayyid Talal Hussain, Product Manager of Sustainability at SAP Engineering, your host for this episode today. In the last three years of this podcast, we have talked about many topics and industries. But today's topic holds a special place in my heart. Today, I would like to get expert opinion on sustainability, the role, motivation, and customer adoption. In the coming weeks, I intend to host a series of podcasts on topics of sustainability to cover all facets of this complex topic and present a holistic picture from all angles. For that, I have with me today, Gavin Campbell, who is Risk Advisory Partner at Deloitte, and Janik Peterschmidt, Head of SAP S4HANA Enablement at SAP. Hey, Talal. Hey, Gavin. It's uh, great to be here. Talal, thanks for the opportunities. Thanks for hosting us. I'm, of course, excited to have Gavin here, honestly, because we have not met yet. So it's an interesting place to meet for the first time, for the first meeting. Sustainability is, of course, an important topic for me personally. uh, But, of course, for me, being a manager at ACP, uh, it's not just uh, a society topic, but it's a corporation topic. At SAP, we always had this double responsibility, the enabler side with the software portfolio and the exemplar as well with clear targets, zero emissions, zero waste, zero inequality. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, Janik, thank you so much for also pitching in. And before we move forward, I would like to take uh, a moment to let, uh, let's get a chance to get to, to know Gavin a bit more. Um, so, Gavin, would you like to share something about yourself that people might not already know? Awesome, Talal, and great to be here. So I'm an Irish guy. I'm living in Copenhagen now for just over two and a half years, and I spent my entire career being an expat, being in Australia, being in UAE for 10 years, in Netherlands twice, and also in the UK and US. I like to play golf, and I'm a keen Muay Thai uh, Thai boxing um, participant as well. Very interesting, and it seems like you have covered all continents. I would be very interested to know which continent is remaining and what would you do next. Thai boxing particularly intrigues me. And very well put, um, a career expat indeed. And um, from that, I would like to also move a bit more towards the business side, professional side. You are the risk advisory partner at Deloitte. Um, Would you like to share with us, how would you, in your own words, explain your job role and your um, current responsibilities at Deloitte? So I've spent my entire career working with SAP um, customers to help them manage risks and opportunities. I have a number of roles at Deloitte, but perhaps the one that's taking on most of my focus at the moment is I'm leading the um, our global efforts on SAP sustainability. I'm super excited about working with such a purpose-driven team globally and leading our community of over 700 people working on this agenda. That is impressive work at Deloitte. I was in sustainability 15 years ago at, at ACP. I'm not talking about my age, but the relevance and the call to actions to the corporation actually. And we know that 
any corporations, not only the large one, but all of them can help drive change for the better with a holistic approach, considering the social impacts from the business um, alongside uh, the environment and the economy. Gavin, we discussed before this podcast, of course, you, you told us clear you're not new to the topic. So what has changed in your opinion? How do you see the motivation for the recent push for all that uh, about uh, net zero and climate change? I think the first thing is that the governments have accepted that climate change is a real thing. There's obviously been quite a, a struggle from a number for a long time or with people, uh, the climate activists and the people denying the change. Leading on from that, the governments are getting together and making big commitments and making regulatory change. And probably the third big factor is in society, the consumers of all these companies will no longer accept companies that are not doing their bit to meet their targets. So really, they're the three major factors that have changed in my perspective. Very interesting. And I'm particularly interested in you, as you explained, there are many factors um, like government regulations and a push from the consumers themselves. I would also see that there could be reasons how different customers perceive it. Um, what are the motivations of customers? Um, how do they perceive the changes and how do they plan to implement um, such different um, factors? So to allow different, each customer has a different perspective and is at a different point on their journey, let's say to net zero at the moment, you know, but every customer needs to make progress to that net zero challenge. And now also meet their reporting obligations. In parallel, we have the, let's say, the migration or the opportunity for customers to move to the S4 HANA release. And if anything, this S4, this move to S4 and this platform for digitization presents a once in a generation for the actual business processes to catch up with the, let's say, the changes that the customers are having to make in their strategy. And then we're also seeing an emerging trend of customers who are going to use sustainability as their differentiator. We'll talk some examples later, but if you can imagine companies using, let's say, hydrogen-powered steel or hydrogen-powered concrete or transportation companies that are giving you the flexibility of carbon-based transport versus hydrogen or electric-based transport to let the customers choose which provider they want for their package or their shipment. That actually sounds like uh, there is a lot going on here and a lot of people perceive sustainability to be a new topic at this moment, but clearly there is a lot more detail to it. The first thing after hearing all of these different industries and uh, different segments comes to my mind is how has the customer adoption been for sustainability in the recent times? Is it going fast? Is it going slow? How do you see this? When we think about sustainability, I think 
It's a very cool or exciting topic for many at the moment, but sustainability isn't a new thing. If we think about, let's say, industries where gas cylinders have been recycled for a long time, for many, many years, we've been doing, let's say, lots of sustainable things in certain specific industries as part of their normal built business practice. However, sustainability, the interest is definitely now at an all-time high. So there's certainly a change there. Many companies are making tremendous progress already. You know, many companies already working on, let's say, the circular economy. And if it's, it's fascinating when we read the sustainability section of the, of the financial reports from, from corporates to understand their agenda, the progress they've made but also their strategy for the coming years. You know, early adopters are also embedding their sustainability strategy and starting to build this into their business processes. And in this particular example, their SAP technologies. Some really cool examples over the last few years, we have a government customer in Europe and they've been making choices over which infrastructure will have a bigger impact in their sustainability goals. We have automotive customers who are trying to look at their five-year, 10-year outlook to predict their carbon impact. And again, we've got transportation companies that are really trying to differentiate. And these are just a few examples so whether it's in financial services, whether it is even in, let's say, software or high-tech companies, everybody's making some type of change at the moment. It's a super exciting place to be, especially for purpose-driven individuals. And this is a super segue, Gavin, to what I wanted to ask from the very beginning, is how can SAP as the enabler with its software portfolio, help Deloitte enable our joint customers to achieve those targets. You've mentioned different industries with different challenges. So it's all over the place, but for all of them, it's now. So can you shed some light a little bit on that one? I think SAP has got an amazing opportunity and a critical role in the planet's uh, pivot towards being more sustainable. I think the percentage of global supply chain that passes through SAP systems, maybe something as high as 78%. Maybe you will know the exact reference, but you know, this is the SAP is at the core of the world's supply chain. With Deloitte and SAP working together, you know, we've been very closely working on your product ideas and development. We've also been building out lots of assets of our own based on these early adopting customers. You know, we already have one asset built on your BTP, which is a decision-making engine. And we've got three more assets being replatformed at the moment. So I certainly am passionate that SAP is a critical part of the infrastructure for the world's economy to move towards being green. 
Thanks, Gavin. Super interesting. Um, I'd like now to connect to the product themselves. Um, I'm looking at you, Dalal. Uh, would you mind sharing a bit more about the different areas, the investment areas from an engineering perspective? What's there? What can be expected by our joint customers? I think it's um, overdue, like what we are talking about, as Kevin mentioned, from implementation point of view for Deloitte as SAP partner. Let's have a look at what we have from the SAP side. So from the SAP side, we have a portfolio of sustainability solutions. For my audience to bear in mind, um, this is not something new that SAP is doing. SAP has been into sustainability for a long time. Right now, we have it in the form of four key areas that we are focusing on. And um, sustainability covers a lot of uh, lines of businesses, a lot of um, industries, including finance, automotive, energy sector. To name it uh, the way it is in four key areas, our target is to reach the net zero. This is our aim. Number one area being um, the holistic steering and ESG reporting. Um, which is uh, coming at the top. As the name suggests, it's about empowering the businesses to make informed data-driven decisions on ESG targets and other key sustainability metrics. The main product that we usually hear from this is the SAP Sustainability Control Tower. From moving on from that, the other three key areas, so the second one being climate action to reach zero emissions. And of course, the name suggests that we are moving towards zero emissions in this case. And our key product here also is SAP product footprint management. The third key area that we see is the circular economy for zero waste. Circular economy being a buzzword going around in the industry for the last couple of years, especially with this recent push. Um, the main product that I would like to mention here is SAP responsible design and production. And uh, the last pillar um, that we're talking about, the fourth key area is social responsibility for zero inequality. Here, SAP is aiming towards reducing or downright eliminating the inequality in the world. And what's important for our listeners to remember is these are just the key areas that I mentioned, and there are a lot of products that cover in there. If um, you would like to know more, I encourage you to go to sap.com slash sustainability to know more about all of these products and what is available in there. With that said, um, we have been pretty busy in the last year. And uh, Yannick, as head of sustainability, we have had a lot of enablement activities around. Maybe it makes uh, sense now that we cover these products with the enablement activities and how we are going forward. So please go ahead and explain to us. Yeah, Talal, I want to highlight two things, obviously. The, the one side is the product portfolio and how we build in sustainability throughout the portfolio. And the second thing is, of course, back to my role as head of enablement, is how do we help uh, the ecosystem, our partners, uh, consume and grow from there and, and, and have happy customer in the end, because that's about it, right? You know, just step back, look at Google Map, offering the best route, you know, showing uh, fuel savings, depending on the engine or the, the native app, uh, showing the environmental zone. So if you, I tested yesterday, you want to go to Stutt Stuttgart uh, and you have an old timer, you might not be able to enter the city. And this is the case for many cities, right? So that's what I mean with built-in. And if you bring that to the to the SAP portfolio, uh, it goes way beyond um, ESG reporting tools, right? Um, in the um, DCOM yesterday, uh, 
Thomas uh, showcased SAP Buying 360, showing for every product you buy, actually before you buy it, the carbon footprint, so the impact on the planet, right? I don't think it's a generation topic, but I think that maybe the younger generation will maybe look first at the impact and then at the price, question mark, we'll see, but trends are changing, obviously, right? Um, for those of us who are using Concur, um, you can see the impact of your trip, the impact on the planet of your expense. So that's there today already. Uh, for those who've been at uh, physically or virtually at Sapphire last year, um, Kristen Klein made clear that we're going to add the green ledger in the ERP so a customer can account for carbon exactly as we account for financials today. And let's be honest, you know, you need an ERP company to do that. Only ACP can offer reliable ESG data for the enterprise and your ERP give you the trans transparency processes by processes. So I think now a company needs to account not only for profit objective, but nowadays they need to take responsibility for the planet. KPIs, planet indicators as well. SAP is going to deliver capability for that either in the core of the product itself or in specific line of business product, like for example, the sustainability portfolio that you de depicted. Uh, of course, we really count on collaboration with partners like Deloitte, you know, to spread the gospel, not only on the theoretical level, but on the implementation and implement together um, with, with you guys, um, we deliver a lot of assets, you know, the product success organization, the product marketing organization, the community is certainly the place to get a lot of information, to exchange with ACP experts, with Deloitte experts. This podcast is hopefully going to trigger not only ideas, but actions. That's why we're doing it. Uh, and of course, there's an uh, entire ACP learning journey that is kept um, current uh, for every releases that uh, all our audience should be um, uh, aware of. So now back to the, the market and, and the opportunity, Gavin. Uh, how do you see the opportunities that could be harvested for the near future? Customer sentiment is going to be so important for the companies around the world. And having a reputation for being a good company and having a positive impact on the, on the environment will be vital for longevity. If we look at awesome brands like Patagonia as one example, and we look at the, the uptake of their product, because sustainability for them isn't about reporting, it's about everything they do. So these companies will have an amazing trajectory because they're really meeting the needs of the future consumer. As we talk about transformations and companies transforming with uh, S4 HANA at the moment, those that build sustainability by design into their business processes will start to have getting nudges from the systems. Like when you talk about the procurement 360 or buying 360 to make better decisions. So when we get to the point where people are able to, as they run their standard business processes, they're able to make better decisions for the planet. That is when we'll see the massive progress being powered by SAP. And 
as the more and more companies adopt AI combined with their business processes, these nudges will become more automatic instead of relying on the human to make the right choice. The nudge will become part of the inline process. And I would like to give a shout out to your colleagues who just this week have released the Open SAP course entitled AI for Sustainability on the Business Transformation Platform, five-week course with a certificate. So I just want to say that's pretty cool. This is where we're starting not just to touch the business processes, but really use AI. And there's been a lot of chat recently about the power of open AI with the various uh, chat GPT apps or etc. But this is our opportunity as individuals in the S who've spent our careers in SAP to really make a difference for our customers and have a knock-on impact on those customers' climate impact. And that, for me, that's, that's super motivating. Thank you, Gavin. Um, so far, um, we are having a great conversation. And the key point that I keep picking up from all of your um, interesting answers is it, uh, sustainability is going to be a differentiator for especially the new companies. And the ones that are going to integrate into their system are the ones who are going to be more successful. And also an interesting point about AI, as of course we are all so far, all everyone probably agrees on it, that AI is a great differentiator. Combining these two will also prove to be something that uh, new companies would be aspiring to and would become very, very useful in the future. With that said, since it's an uh, SAP podcast where a lot of ERP customers are there, how would you frame it for uh, new customers that are getting into the digital transformation right now? And what would be the message for our listeners who are just at the beginning of the digital transformation? What should they keep in mind? What would be your um, advice in this case? So for me, it is critical to allow that customers make sure they stop and think. And when they're generating their business requirements for their new processes and technologies, that they bring in all the requirements from the sustainability angle. But you might be surprised because more and more customers are demanding this already. I've got an example of consumer products company um, in Europe, and we've been helping them business case and also gathering requirements before they before they start building their, their new business processes. Sustainability wasn't a standalone stream. Sustainability was turning up in every single process discussion. That meant that this company has it already embedded in the people's DNA, that they are moving towards being a super sustainable organization. It mattered in procurement, it mattered in finance, it mattered in risk, it mattered in supply chain, it mattered from a HR perspective or a human capital perspective. So when that company moves forward, sustainability will be part of every single process. And perhaps one more example is a large manufacturing organization 
um, also probably in Southern Europe, and this and this one particular example, when we read their own sustainability report, it was quite impressive to see the progress that they were already making on decarbonisation. And in fact, their strategy for last year, their whole theme of their sustainability report for last year was all around the circular economy. So sometimes there is a people that come from a consulting background tend to think that the customers haven't made so much progress. But there's many organizations out there already who've made tremendous progress, but haven't yet really embedded it in their key uh, business systems. They're doing things in parallel or in standalone mode. But I guess if I had one thing to reflect on as I think on all the customers we're speaking to at the moment, and perhaps the pace of change in the interest level to embed within SAP. Maybe 12 or 18 months ago, as, as SAP consulting and business advisors, you know, we knew that sustainability was going to come along. But when I reflect back to 12 months ago versus now, it's it, we've gone from the when to the realization that this is here. This is not something that will happen in the future. We're in the middle of this amazing journey to help more and more companies transform how they use their, their business processes and the impact that SAP course core products, as well as the cloud for sustainable enterprise can have on their on their ability to meet their targets, on their ability to help differentiate their product offerings. Absolutely, Gavin. And I I really relate with what you said that until 12 months ago, like a year ago, it was something that people were looking forward to. And now we see it is there. When in 2021, when I graduated from my MBA, sustainability was uh, at the top of everyone's mind. I started as product manager of sustainability at SAP from that time onward. And I can see the transition going from just a topic or something of interest to merging the profitability now with sustainability. It's not just a responsibility anymore. It's also profitability with responsibility. This is the positive change that we are seeing. And uh, to sum it up, my summary for your discussion for the next coming customers would be embed sustainability into your planning, as you said, and profitability will follow um, in future manifold over. Thank you so much for that. And I, I feel like uh, we can talk about this topic all day. We have barely scratched the surface. And I, as I said in the beginning, uh, I plan to do more series of podcasts, however is possible, covering different areas with different angles. And there is just so much more to this than the time will ever um, be enough for that. Gavin, first of all, thank you so much for joining us. And it was really, really great having your insights. It's been a pleasure to be here, Talal, and we, we will continue to support you anytime you ask us. Of course, thank you. And Yannick, um, thank you so much, of course, for joining in, and uh, it was also great having you here. Thanks for hosting us. Super interesting episode. I'm sure we will have some interesting follow-up discussions as well.
Of course, definitely. And for our audience, I have learned a lot, certainly, and I'm sure that it was also a nice experience for you. Also getting some quick insights from industry experts, how it's going, what is SAP offering and what is uh, Deloitte offering from that side and how all these things work together. Please feel free to drop us an email via insights for at sap.com. Let us know which topics are of your interest. Tune in next time for Inside SAP S4HANA. Thank you.